The Youthscape Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Youthscape Podcast. I love that introduction. Yeah. That is up there, there Martin go. Saunders. Yeah. I feel the energy in the room just like, woof, yeah. lift, the power That was a lift-off, that was lift-off. If you are listening to this as you're jogging, thinking, I might actually prefer to put a power ballad off, you don't need to. No, because no. Because this is your power ballad. We, power ballad? ballad. <laughs> Welcome to your power ballad. Oh, anyway, anyway. It was a good start. How are you? Are you well? Um, I'm really well, yes. So well that I'm singing oh, this morning. Oh, this never I'm, happens. I'm actually it? singing. Um, today we're going to be talking all about school. Okay. And uh, we've got a great guest, Ros Paul, coming up later. Uh, but I thought uh, it might be nice. It's always a, an endless fount of amusing well, I stories. I think your school life is an endless fount. Well, I fount. don't know because I, I always like to imagine uh-huh. young Rachel Garner. I was mm-hmm. just I always like to think braces, what, fluffy hair. What was she like? Mm-hmm. So um, so let me let me take you back to yeah. year seven. Or as it would have been in your day, first form. Yes, it was first form. I say form. your day. Yes. Mine, mine as well. Mine <laughs> our, as well. Our, our day. collective day, first, first form. form. Um, and uh, and what what kind of Rachel Gardner mm. um, stepped through the the mm. doors of what was it, Mallory Towers? Where Wadhurst were you? College. Wadhurst College. It feels like an institution where legends were educated, heroes. Great minds of the 20th and 21st century, mm, correct? Fierce women. I, th- I think, yes. Was it all I girls? It was an all girls school. Ah, that explains a lot. Partway through my education, about third form, so year nine, we amalgamated with a ballet school. So oh. there were three boys. Right. In the whole school. Wow. Bless them. What a confusing time. Bless them. <laughs> Who were basically just jumped upon by. 300 girls but no it was I mean it was a bit Mallory Towers I think I have told endless stories about knit checks and having to queue up and being sent to the matron if you're not mm. very well and then we'd climb back out the windows and climb back into our classrooms and no one would notice and I yeah. and I but I do remember school being an absolute like a time of massive imagination like we we were in drama clubs and it does sound a bit Mallory Towers-esque but I remember it being intense emotional life all the time. Like there's mm, drama. Mm. There's drama happening everywhere. Somebody somewhere hates somebody else. There's little girl gangs happening. I mean, oh, it was a very gosh. nice girls' school, but there was little, you know, little fractions and Were you in a girl gang? On. No, I was in a friendship group. <laughs> oh. But you know, like that when, when we young, young people sort of gravitate and those kind of they're fronting up to each other. That happens in girls' schools as much as anywhere else. And so I remember there being lots of feistiness and fierceness and I feel you know, I feel and I shouldn't feel disappointed. Why? But I feel a little disappointed. Why? There wasn't a time in your life where you were like evil Rachel Gardner. You know, like a, a moment where you were, I imagine with jet black hair. Oh well, and, what's that? Yeah, yeah, jet black hair. I was a and, goth. And and sort of, you know, heavy makeup and mm. and just Tripping up first formers as they walk past, <laughs> and then and then just oh, laughing I in their loved, faces. No, I loved first formers. Did you? I was always, always a prefect. I was always a prefect, and I made head girl. I think because what? Because I just used to walk along saying to girls, "Well done, well done. Oh. That was great. What did I do? That was great. You just walked down the corridor. It was great. Like well done. Oh. Good on you. What? You were just you were Rachel Gardner even what? then. I was Rachel Gardner even then. Oh, no. And I remember like trying to smoke when I was. Like, older teen it just didn't really work so why I'm in youth work who knows because I have I just, no you, don't, you just don't have much of a checkered <laughs> past do you Martin do you 
Do you ever check a fast? No, I tell you what. So I don't know if I've talked about this. I was a bullied teenager. I thought at some point we might get a bullying expert on. I'd save it for then. But I was a bullied teenager. So I... Like relentless. um, Are we talking... No, only for the first probably couple of years. So sort of year... What, what is now year eight, year nine. Mm. Um, and, Horrendous uh, and not, you bullied on Yeah, me. not yeah. great, really. But, um, but I, unfortunately, I put on a lot of weight mm. at about age 11. And so earned the nickname Fatty Saunders. <laughs> and, uh, and there was a little song they'd sing. No! Uh, which was, he's, he's small, he's round, he bounces on the ground, Fatty Saunders. No! Which I have to say now, I look back on that and I applaud it. You know, no. it was it was fine oh, work. It's hor- poetically. It's horrible, though, isn't it? It was. Like, it was hard. Oh. Um, but had I not been relentlessly bullied, I may never have found the crutch of Christianity. You so are so naughty. So no, I mean, I you know, yeah. actually, all joking apart, yeah. uh, Christian youth groups do swoop up in yeah. and, and sweep up those kids and why not like yes. of course we should be looking out yes. for those kids yes. I'm very glad yes. that that happened to me and like, do you know yeah. what I also think that and I don't think anyone should be bullied I don't uh, wish that on anybody no. but I do also you know reflect on it a bit philosophically and think probably mm. it was the making of me mm. um, you know because actually going through something tough I didn't go through anything mm. else tough mm. as, a, as a person I haven't really been through anything else tough in my life um, it's probably helped shape me and, and turn me into the, as you say, you know, the, the giant of a man that you, you see seated before and you today. And also, actually, you're prepared to say stuff even if it doesn't make you popular. And yeah. I think, actually, people who have grown up being popular all their lives, yeah. that's terrifying. Whereas if actually you've stared down life, okay, so they're against me, that's okay. I think that's an amazing skill. The, the interesting thing about schools, though, I think, as a youth worker, is that I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something now, which I'm like, I actually believe this is absolutely true. So I very rarely say things, I'm like, come on, people. But I would say, as a youth worker, I do not understand the young people in my youth group if I don't spend any time in their school. Mm. If I think back to my school life, and I talk about the big drama, and it is a... it's not even a world it's a universe it's a whole cosmos like there's stuff that happens in a school's DNA and psyche that if you as a youth worker never connect never literally sit in that and watch all these planets gliding I I actually think it can be very difficult to really understand where that individual young person in your youth group is coming from because where they have to work that stuff out is in this cesspit, this murky mind, this place that is both the best of times and the absolute worst of times. And for young people, they can have heaven and hell on the same day. And and I think it is such a unique experience in life. At the moment we are adults and out of that, Mm. I think we have to expose ourselves to it for our young people but mainly for us actually yeah. I would say yeah, on a yeah. quite a selfish note you know find a way to get into a school and just be there like yeah. pick up the tone and and as a parent now I'd say even more actually my daughter comes home and I can feel something on her it's mm. the environment she's mm. been in it's, and it's mm. good actually mm. it's a great school but I think schools work I think we can't say anymore well that's just for schools workers mm. no no if you're mm. a youth worker you do schools work. So there's lots of reasons why um, we want to encourage uh, Christian youth workers and even even people who aren't professional youth workers yeah. that might be in 
in charge of, of leading youth work in their church to find ways of engaging with, building relationships with, connecting with a local school. And one of them absolutely is, for our own good, as you say, for our mm. own benefit, to understand the culture that young people are swimming in. Uh, the, the cesspit of Wadhurst College, which uh, I, I'm sure they'll be putting on their promotional literature from it's, now on. It's closed. Oh, it's closed? It was that much <laughs> of a cesspit? after I left. What? <laughs> a year after I left. My name, my name was the last name engraved. <gasps> Wait a minute. On the, so yeah. you were good for seven years and then you burned it down. Is that what you're saying? Burned it down, yeah. Wow. How long, you know... See you later. The... Whoa. Whoa. How much... After that time, can you be prosecuted? Well, no. Thank Is there you a period know. of immunity? Yeah, we're past that now. Okay, so. great. Woo, phew. Phew. So, um, picking up my thread brilliantly, uh, there are lots of reasons why you should you should go into school. So part of it is to experience the culture, but, but part of it is, it is where young people spend the most amount of time of their waking lives. And so if you're not engaged with school at all, you are missing the majority of young people's lives. And so... Um, you know, I've, I've talked before about how I came to faith through schools work. Lots of other people have that story, but also people have their first contact with Christian youth work, with people that they'll then meet in a, a church context or a youth work context or a project context. They have their first meeting with those people, first encounter within school. It's also a place where, you know, in a, in a culture which increasingly doesn't want to do this, young people can actually hear mm. a Christian perspective yeah. presented. And yeah. it may not be part, you know, they may not actually be in their curriculum or, or in yeah. their, their, um, their sort of daily life of school if Christians don't go in there yeah. and actually um, present, yeah. present that thing as truth, as, yes. as, as their truth. Um, so there's loads of reasons why we need to get into yeah. school. And that has been part of the DNA of Youthscape for, yeah. I mean, how old are we? I have no idea years, how old we are. Yeah. 25 yeah. years. Mm. And for all of that time, we've it's been a schools work, work focused um, uh, trust. But I'd also add to that though, Martin, it's not just the schools as an entity we need to engage with, kind of pull back, it's the local authority because mm. we know there are young people that are not educated in mainstream schools. We know that our local high school won't have all the teenagers in our yeah. area, but the local authority are responsible for all of those. And so I think we also need to kind of think, how do we engage with local authorities and all the, the alternative education establishments? And, and, and I, so I think the moment you start down this this line of thinking school suddenly opens yeah. up yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a lot of stuff that we as youth workers say oh my goodness really you want me to engage with who like yeah. oh, it's terrifying yeah but good news is we've got a fantastic guest today who's going to help us understand a lot of how our local authority think how the education board think how schools are thinking so that we can be responding in ways that bless schools that bless local authority and actually enables us to reach all young podcast well i'm delighted to let everyone know the school bell has rung so we now have ros paul with us who you are a deputy head of a high school in luton have you just literally run from there straight away to come and see yes us? i've just left the games club and i've got in the car and, and raced down here oh bless you what, what are you normally doing in school at this time of the day if you're if you're not i would be going back to pick up any issues probably that have happened over the lunchtime to sort out any uh, upsets between people or catch up on anything that's happened in the morning. We have quite a number of issues that appear in the day, which could be mm. in issues between relationships or it could be sort of a child protection issues that come to us all of a sudden. Or um, it could be someone's just gone and kicked the door or something and we'll have to find out who it was. So huge amounts that staff are responding to 
when the rest of them people are going home. Oh my goodness. So thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. I realise you're a busy woman. And as well as being currently a deputy head of a high school, you, you've had a f- quite a few years involved in education in general. Do you want to let us know a little bit of what else you've done? Yes, yeah, so after I taught for 12 years and I was head of department and head of year, I then worked in the local authority. And first of all, I was working with Gypsy Roma Traveller students finding them wherever they would be on unauthorised or authorised encampments and then finding school places for them and then supporting them in school to get the education that we felt that they deserved. After that, I've had a variety of things. I've worked with the local SACRE, I've done school linking projects for community cohesion and I've worked particularly with asylum seekers, refugees, again putting them into school with support for them on their um, basics of English. And then latterly, before I went into school again, I was head of the virtual school for looked after children, which was all about raising the achievement of looked after children. My goodness, that's quite a CV. And, and even in that sort of very short overview, you've listed three very vulnerable groups of young people. Yeah. So uh, Gypsy Romani traveller children, looked after children in care, refugee children. Could you just tell us a little bit about the pressures on the education system at the moment? What, what are teachers facing? What are local authorities facing that are, that are really tough challenges right now? I think the biggest, well, the two biggest anxieties are your results. All the time you are pressured to make sure that those results are the best that they can be for those children, which is fair, because you want to make sure that those children do make the right progress. The second one, of course, is budgets. So you're doing it on less and less money to try and get the same results. But beyond, but in the background to all of this, you've got children who have poverty that they're coming from, low aspirations maybe, and significant mental health, which um, I'm amazed actually of some of the children, the resilience of some of the children, what they're dealing with at home, but they still come in. Mm. But sometimes it does manifest itself in quite dramatic ways. Mm. And as teachers and staff, you are picking up so much of that. You're from the front line, aren't yes. you? Point of contact and, and the people. issues around drugs and um, mm. child sexual exploitation, mm. also marriages, genital um, issue, you know, mm, it's a sort yes. of right FGM, yeah. FGM, thank you. Yeah. Um, all of these things you've got in the background as well as the prevent agenda, so you're always alert to is that child vulnerable? Mm. Is this behaviour dis- displaying something mm. that's going on mm. that we have to find out a bit more about and, and how can we then support? Mm. So the care and the wellbeing of the child plus the educational achievements is a massive pressure, yes. isn't it? So as an educational specialist, it, it, this is so great having you with us today, Ros, because um, on the podcast we often have guests who come from from the youth ministry world, they've got experience as youth workers, or they might have a different kind of role to bring. But we've never had anybody before, um, sort of on the other side, our, our partners, but often as youth workers, we don't always see local authority in schools as we're on the same side. And I think it's really important that we hear from you today some of that message of how can we get this right? So for a local school, in the midst of all of these pressures and anxieties, how can a local youth worker be really good news, mm. really beneficial? to the school culture, the whole community and the individual young people. So I'd like to ask you, have you seen it work where a youth worker from a local church, and and what does that look like? What is brilliant about, we've worked with Youthscape and St Mary's, is that we know the reputation of the people already, and that helps massively. So the confidence we need to have in the people coming is the key thing for us to let them through the door. The second, perhaps, not as more not not as important but fundamentally useful to us is it's been free a lot of the time or very low cost Mm. so we're balancing if we put somebody on this course with say youthscape 
would that actually save us putting them on a much more expensive alternative provision that doesn't have that therapeutic input mm. and we we want to go really with the people that we know mm. have that therapeutic input and we've used both St Mary's and, and Youthscape over and over again with vulnerable children in groups or then we identify individuals and um, we, we, we can't really do without it because mm. we don't have the capacity in the school system. We have one counsellor who's excellent but she helps the people that come in as well mm. to make it even better so that joint working over children is, mm. is the fundamental bit but it's all about confidence mm. and, and I suppose the youth worker taking the time to build the relationship yes. um, not first coming into a school saying I want this can you yeah. put flyers out for this but being people like the character in terms of kind of skills and qualifications and kind of evidence-based work what's going through a teacher's mind or, or a deputy head's mind when this youth worker comes and sits in front of them and says look I'm here how can I help this, the environment yeah. what, what are you looking for well I would look really for some experience in already working with youth because people can have all good intentions but want to be the friend of the child more than the helper of the child in the best possible sense. Mm. And you don't want people to get carried away with the relationship that could become inappropriate. You do need to have someone who understands boundaries, who understands child protection, when to take that conversation out of the room and has the relationship of communication with the school. I think that's absolutely key. Mm, absolutely. So, I mean, that's so encouraging to hear, because I think people listening to this podcast and myself, I've been involved as a youth worker in schools work for years and years and years. And um, and actually spending a long time building those relationships mm. can sometimes feel, is this going anywhere? Are we able actually to support this school? But hearing, actually, that is gold. Like, yeah. spending time, getting to know the school, them getting to know you being professional, doing what you say you're going to do is so important. But here's the other question. Where do we get it wrong? Like, where, where do youth workers willfully or just by mistake, like, have you seen it go disastrously wrong where a church has done something in the schools like, we just don't want that church anywhere near us? I think we've been fortunate that we've never really had that, okay, but I can <laughs> imagine what, what, I know what, yeah. I'm look, what I'm looking for. So I know that anybody who thinks they've got all the answers already or thinks they can do quick fixes with that child, or thinks they can be the best friend of that child and not communicate with the school, mm -hmm. is a danger. Right. Someone who's um, too casual about how they talk to the children. We want professional people to mm. come in, so we want them to sound and act professionally. So they're looking more like a teenager and behaving like a teenager. We will be anxious about that if it's not within a professional mm. presence. So all the time we're looking for people that we feel that are confident adults who are going to be the adult and not be the child mm. with the child and who liaise constantly with us. And, and, and sometimes they're going to have to work for ages mm. to, with, the, with a child. It's not... I know we have a lot of these six-week programmes, which are, are fine, but and they do have their place, but it's that long-term mm. relationship. And I think with Youthscape in particular, because you've been here... That they can come in and come out and mm. they know about that it has a, a sort of longevity rather mm. than just seeing someone for six weeks and that's that's the end of it and that's good to hear I suppose you're saying because I think so many of us do do the short courses because we can kind of package things in a certain way and we can kind of yeah. cover certain ground but so I'm hearing you say actually one of the added benefits of a local charity or a, or a church is this ongoing work that yeah. once we begin to work with a young person for as long as they want to engage and participate we are here and that for you as a school is a real plus yeah hearing that. I think this you know the six-week course do make sense you can't have things going on necessarily for ages mm. but it's the fact that they can access something different mm. so even though they might have done that one intervention, they know that there's a drop-in later on, or there's mm. a this, or there's a that. So it doesn't 
end the relationship altogether. Mm. Just pulling back now a little bit from individual schools, you 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 sit on the board of SACRE, which I, is, I have previously. You have been. Yes. Can you tell us what that yes. stands for? It's the standing, standing Advisory Council for Religious Education, okay. which is the body in every local authority that writes the agreed RE syllabus that the schools have to follow. So it's a really dynamic group, actually, isn't it? And I know somebody from Utica, I think one of our team is currently right. on SACRE, which is really exciting. So sort of pulling back from individual schools, what, what are some of the things that churches or individual youth workers from organisations can do to really demonstrate to the community, to the local authority, we are serious about positive investment in young people's lives? Is it things like joining these groups, rocking up to stuff? How, how would you say, you know, think broader than simply what you're doing in the school? Yeah. What would be any other advice you'd give? Um, I think I need to think about that's okay. That's all right. We can. That's no problem. Um, Sorry, I didn't prep men- you for that. Mentoring one. is really important. If you can have somebody who's had some training to be a mentor, we don't just want people to come along saying, "I'd like to go and chat to people." Mm. We want somebody who'd had some sort of intervention beforehand. But we're always looking for volunteers to do that because we have got somebody who could oversee that work. Um, another thing would be within the RE or within the assemblies, people that are willing to talk about their faith, because we like to have various people in talking about their faith, that would be a, a great way in. Mm-hmm. We have at the moment uh, the Feast working with us, which is um, a Christian charity working to facilitate dialogue between people of all different faiths, and that's oh, brilliant. working yeah. with our RS department, and then they're going to create RE ambassadors who will then do it with the rest of the school in the same format. Mm. So it is, it is projects like that, and assemblies, people are always desperate for everyone to come and do mm. assemblies. Yes. Um, particularly around British values and so on. Yes, absolutely. Now, um, every school has a staff room, and some schools... Ah, no, oh, now that's interesting, isn't it? The schools I've been have staff rooms, but yeah, in Luton, no. no it's in, separate in, in our school, we don't. Right, so what do you yeah. have instead? We have a cafe, which um, uh-huh. members of the public, as in guests to the school, yeah. can also come to. There are workrooms around the school, but okay. there isn't one big staff room. Well, that, now that is really interesting, because I was about to say, there are staff rooms. How can local churches bless staff and the classic thing of having biscuits for staff? So as schools are changing and the environment's changing, a local church, how could they sort of bless the staff of a local school? What's the means of doing that anymore if it's all a bit different? Than it is. I know there is a group of people that do pray for the school, yep. which perhaps they could ask the specific things that we might need praying mm. for because we have had a lot of incidents around the school linked to mm. issues on the street. So, yeah, specific things like that would be helpful. We do... They could facilitate, if you said, some sort of refreshments Mm. or anything at the end of the day. They could Mm. come in and say, we just want to bless you or Mm. whatever. Um, It is just checking in with people that they know about what Mm. the issues are. Because we've had a lot of support. Because I know we've had children here who've been vulnerable Mm. in incidents. But youthscapers pick them up in the after-school sessions mm. where they can just walk in mm. as well as the identified groups that we put through people through oh, that's amazing so yeah Thank you, and i mean i have just literally come out of the games club today and i said to this chap well, i don't know why i was speaking to him but oh no he said um, oh we play, uh, we play this in the youth club and i said oh what youth club is that and it turns out it is actually at my own church wow and he's told me that he is a youth worker. He is like a mini youth worker oh, there. Because he couldn't mention all the people that I know. And I said, why are you not in the older group? He said, well, I prefer going to the younger group because I'm like the leader there. Wow. And I have noticed a difference in that guy in the last two and a half years that I've been there. He could have gone so down one route. And I've been wondering why he hasn't, because his friends have. 
But maybe that's wow. why. Maybe that's why. Oh, wouldn't that be tremendous so that was, to think? Actually, yeah. some, somebody there has taken grab hold and of his And I know life. who, who, who yeah. is there, and that's exactly what they yes. would have done. So um, I do know she would have done that. Yeah, and release yeah. the leader in him. Well, I never tremendous. knew that. So that was, that was beautiful. Oh, that's <laughs> our prayer, isn't it, yeah. for every young person, that they step yeah. into that leadership they've got, God's got on their yeah. life. Ross, thank you so much. I, I, I feel that there's like this whole well of wisdom within you, all the different young people you've worked with, but I would like to condense it down, if that's okay, just to kind of like... Just a bit of advice to leave us ringing in our ears. Some people listening have never done any school's work and they're listening to you thinking, oh my goodness, actually I could maybe go and chat to the deputy head of my local high school and just ask, yeah. like, what could I do? And some people listening, very experienced, know the schools very well. But what, as a deputy head, you know, what would you say to a youth worker listening? What would be good... It would be, you find the key stuff. person in the school that is interested yeah. in bringing youth workers in because... Yeah. I had one of the churches did contact me and said, can we do some unattached youth work? So I went to the head and she said, yes, the more the better. Wow. But I also had that confidence that I knew they would be trained. So, so that's what I would want. And also that they liaise constantly mm. with me or with now with the counsellor. So it's about the relationships, really, building them mm. up. Being there over the long term, it's mm. difficult when people keep chopping and changing because children do need to have somebody mm. for a period of time and not mm. have... People are leaving quite a lot, so you commit for at least a year, I would mm. say. And um, yeah, it's just and going in wise, mm. not going in a naive about mm. what children can say to you, and mm. because sometimes it's not exactly as they as they mm. put it, mm. and, and being and sort of thinking around what that child really needs mm. rather than what they present mm. in their initial. It's respecting the school environment, isn't it? I remember as, as a school, I used to do quite a bit of schools work in North London when I was um, working for a local charity there, and realising that I'd have this big conversation with a young person in a mentoring setting, but they've got to go back into maths, yeah. and just being really mindful of where they have to be next, and just thinking, actually, I'm, I'm working within a structure here, a system, yes. um, and I want to speak well of the staff, because actually yeah. I want you to respect that member of staff, and, and but also for you to know that you can be heard if there are some issues that, that need resolving. And I, and I remember thinking, oh, this is very different kind of youth work, actually. This really matters that the school know that I'm an ally. That actually, I think you yeah. summed up better me to be honest. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Yes, yeah. so they have to, you have to have the confidence that you're all, all working together for yes. the same thing and that you're not going to get... There's going to be no undermining of the school's yes. rules or the processes or anything. And I've never had that, to be honest, so I've probably never thought of it. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, Ros, thank you so much. And I'm. Um, are you going back to the Games Club now? No, I'm going back to um, options evening. <laughs> it doesn't stop, does it? Thank you so much. Now you're Skate Podcast! So, uh, Martin, you are safe to come back in now because the deputy head teacher has left. I know. Well, I, I was in trouble at where school. Where were you? I was in trouble at school always, so I just felt it was better not to Yeah, be like, where were you for that interview? In I do think, oh my goodness, this is like, he can't be in the room with the deputy head. Ros was amazing. One of the things I think that really stood out for me is actually how very simple and specific the needs of the school are when it comes to youth workers. They want us to be professional to be trained you're trained mm. to a level like mm. not to have to be the experts but know what we're talking about and um and do what we say we're going to do consistency i mean it's it's almost too obvious isn't mm. it but it's so important yeah there's a beautiful kind of ecosystem in youth ministry isn't there 
between the church and schools yeah. and then parachurch organisations such as ourselves who yeah. can draw together specialists and deliver training and courses and resources mm. that will enable uh, someone who is in a local church doing youth work on the ground to feel like they have the confidence mm. to go and see a deputy head teacher like Ros and yes, say, hi, say, yeah. can I come in and deliver yeah. some really excellent mentoring? Can yeah. I run groups in your school? Can I um, come be part of your community? So I think it's actually a really great service that we can provide mm, as, mm. as someone like Youthscape. So we have a series of schools work mm. training days which we're running. One of them is coming up on the 23rd of February with Lat Blaylock, who is mm. like the absolute oh, he's the Don, isn't hero. He? Yeah, he is the, he's the Don, he's the, he's the daddy. He's the Don King. Of, uh, of schools, I don't know where I'm going with that. No, but of of, uh, of schools, so he's the uh, the RE Today head honcho, mm. uh, which is an amazing organisation which has been growing over the last a few years, doing amazing stuff. Check them out. He's coming to do a day on delivering excellence in schools, uh, and it's fifty pounds, which believe mm. you me is cheap as chips for mm. what you're getting. Uh, and you can find out more on the Youthscape store, youthscape.co.uk/store/schools/slash so SW3 ish, probably, maybe. That <laughs> may ish. not be the correct but address. Yeah, is so that is so brilliant because I think that does absolutely spark our confidence knowing that we've got in our minds and our hands the tools that we need. Interestingly, though, Ros, because I said to Ros, what are you looking for? A youth worker comes and sits in front of you and says, I'm from the local church or whatever, um, and I, I'm here. What can I do in your school? Um, and, and she said that what she's looking for, she, she basically said without saying it, I'm looking for decent character. Mm. And I was, I was so intrigued. When I travel the country doing Romance Academy training days, for example, I meet the most phenomenal youth workers who do so much incredible stuff in their local schools. And when I look at them, I think, I know why your school lets you in, mm. because you've got brilliant character. Like you say what you, what you, you do, what you say you're going to do. Mm. You are um, committed to this school. You know how to dress appropriately in school. You know how to like and, and just all the very simple things that I think as youth workers we don't give ourselves credit for we kind of say oh well I'm not this and I'm not that well no actually schools don't want you to be reckless they don't want mm. you to be radical and crazy mm. and zany they want you to be committed to this young person's welfare yeah. and I think that's that's what stood out for me and was like of course us radical crazy zany people do schools work too of course we do but actually they are looking for consistency and mm. do you care about this young person and the other thing that came up Martin which you missed because you were off going to the toilet it was a very very long toilet trip it was a very long toilet so it's trip it's embarrassing <laughs> do we have to talk about it in great we detail we do but the point I was trying where to where were you going what? before that um, that Ros also said I love the six week courses I love the blocks of mentoring but actually what I'm looking for is a youth worker that will be around for a while mm. he will be in this year and isn't isn't that something that, that mm. all of us say come on we need to stay put a bit mm. longer and mm. the schools are crying out for that too mm. so brilliant stuff it was good and she gave me an A because I was really good at listening and I sharpened my pencils oh well done <laughs> I told you you were a bit square at school <laughs> a little bit square at school <laughs> So just before we go, we need to do our time on a tradition of shout outs. And ladies and gentlemen, drum roll please. This is a shout out to Rebecca Deeks because eventually Rebecca, woe is us, we've discovered your name. You have a name. You have a beautiful name, Rebecca. I used to always be called Rebecca. People used to think I was called Rebecca. And I was Why? Because it's R and Rachel. I think you made it all about yourself again, you? I have. So Rebecca Deeks, shout out to you and to Ollie and also to Aaliyah Pike. Yes. Last, actually, you know, I, she has been texting me from Tenerife. Are you still in Tenerife, Aaliyah Pike? 
She was in Tenerife texting me, Youth Ministry Matters. Really? How amazing is she? And then, of course, I will leave you to do... And uh, it's a big shout out to all of the students, the staff, the alumni, Woo-hoo! and anyone who happens to walk past Nyack College, <laughs> both campuses, uh, in and around New York City. Oh, wow, it's And bigger. to Pastor Father, Aww. Mighty Len. Oh, Len, let's have a moment. Let's have a Len moment. Len Kegler. Yeah. We love you on some level. We all want to be you. And we're looking forward to the time when we are once again reunited with your beautiful face. Uh, may you, as as the Christian Conference yes. Illuminati so often yes. say, go well. Go well. Go well. We well. Our time is done. Yes. Uh, we'll see you next time.